The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing with Formula One in Singapore, the Verizon IndyCar Series capped off the year in Sonoma, and the NASCAR Camping World Truck, Xfinity, and Spring Cup Series took to the Chicagoland Speedway, where the Truck and Xfinity Series set the field in their inaugural chase grids. We'll get things rolling with Formula 1 in Singapore for the running of the Singapore Grand Prix. Nico Rosberg will lead the field off of the starting line and into Turn 1. Contact between Carlos Sainz and Nico Hulkenberg would send Nico hard into the outside wall and bring out the safety car on the opening lap. The race would be worry-free for Nico Rosberg as he cruised the checkered flag for win number 8 of the year. Despite a hard charge late in the race, Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo would have to settle for second, and Lewis Hamilton would take the third and final podium position. The Verizon IndyCar Series would be in Sonoma, California for the GoPro Grand Prix of Sonoma in the final round of the 2016 IndyCar season. Heading into the race, Simon Pagano only had to worry about Penske Racing teammate Will Power. Pagano would get the pole in qualifying and lead the field off of the starting line. Power would run in the top five for most of the afternoon before mechanical troubles would force him to stop on track and lose any hope he had at another title Sunday afternoon. This would leave Pagano worry-free as he paced the field and went on to sweep the weekend, getting the win in Sonoma and earning his first Verizon IndyCar Series championship title. Graham Rahal would come home in second, and Juan Pablo Montoya would round out the final podium of the year. Here's what GoPro Grand Prix of Sonoma winner and 2016 Verizon IndyCar Series champion Simon Pagano had to say post-race. Yeah, the race today, uh, just I decided to uh, take the best start I could. My 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 opinion was that if, um, if I was aggressive at the start and tried to leave the, old cr- the crazy mess behind me, uh, I wouldn't get hit or anything like that. So I tried to take my future and my destiny um, by being aggressive and going as fast as I could uh, and clearly we had a, a phenomenal car I think very dominant dominant car today so we could do that while saving fuel at the same time so we kind of covered everything we needed uh, the only thing I was really worried about the whole time was uh, having a yellow to fall at the wrong time and uh, unfortunately you know I, I was just really worried that this could uh, uh, go in a different way. So um, the whole time I was uh, I was quite worried about that, but um, I was driving really well. I was keeping uh, the Firestone tires really well underneath me, uh, but the car again was was incredible. And uh, and obviously I saw wheels slowing down, which um, you know obviously I wanted I wanted this fight to go all the way, but uh, it was it was a bit of a relief I have to say. And uh, um, I feel I feel sorry for his luck today, uh, but I've had my fair of bad luck this year too with mechanical issues. So I think it's fair to say that uh, you know it was a it was a fair fight. We we both fought uh, one and two for a while. It must have been a good show. I hope it was. Um, but um, you know then when I saw him slow down, I just thought, oh, I think this is really good. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series would be at the Chicagoland Speedway for the running of the American Ethanol E15-225 and the final regular season race before the first NASCAR Camping World Truck Series chase grid is set. Kyle Busch would start back in 8th, but quickly made his way up to the front of the pack and would eventually go on to dominate in Chicagoland, leading 95 laps en route to another win in the series. Daniel Hamrick would be the highest finishing series regular coming home in 2nd. As the series gears up to hit the track in New Hampshire for race number 1 of the chase, rookie William Byron leads 
leads the chase grid with five wins. John Hunter Nemechek and Matt Crafton are tied for the second seed in the eight-driver grid with two wins apiece in the regular season. Here's what race winner Kyle Busch had to say after getting the win in the American Ethanol E15-225. As far as, yeah, I guess as far as the last restarts there, it was kind of hectic. There was a lot on the line for those guys. I know they were racing for a bunch. Um, I was only worried about us, so I knew that uh, Hemrick behind me was probably one of the the better guys in the series that I can trust that, um, you know, I gave him some hand signals and he followed right along and uh, and we, we were able to come home one, two that way. So that felt really good. And, um, you know, just keep going. Hopefully the, the four and the nine now being in the chase will be a good good thing for us and we can go after a championship with the other teams. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would also be in Chicagoland for the running of the Drive for Safety 300 in the final regular season race of 2016. The series kicks off its inaugural chase next week in Kentucky. It would look like Kyle Busch was on his way to win number two of the weekend, starting from the pole and leading 150 laps before tire issues would send him spinning down the backstretch with less than 20 laps to go Saturday. This would hand the lead to Clint Boyer. On the following restart, Elliott Sadler would snag the lead from Boyer before young gun Eric Jones would power around the one with less than eight laps remaining Saturday afternoon. Larson would try his best to catch Jones, but couldn't make it to his bumper as Jones would go on to score win number four of 2016. The fourth win would see Jones at the top of the inaugural Xfinity Series chase grid ahead of Elliott Sadler and teammate Daniel Suarez, the only other series regulars to get a win in 2016. Here's what Eric Jones had to say following his win as the series gears up for chase race number one in Kentucky. It's good, you know, it's nice just to uh, just to get a win in general, but Especially the week before the chase, you know, you want to uh, you want to get some momentum going. Anytime you're getting ready to do something like that, and we did a nice job of Richmond getting a second place, and then uh, grabbing a win here is, is pretty great for us. So uh, we got a a decent little points cushion here in the first round of the chase, and I think uh, we got a good shot to grab a win. But we still need to make sure we're focused on points and, and pointing our way through if we aren't able to get a win. So should be fun. I'm excited to uh, to get to Kentucky and hopefully challenge for another win. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be at the Chicagoland Speedway for the running of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 400 and Chase Race Number 1. Chase contenders Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. Lap 50, the first yellow flag would fly for debris on track that NASCAR didn't like and wanted to get cleaned up. The first yellow flag for an incident on track would come from Brian Scott in the number 44 car as he would go for a spin coming out of turn 4. Scott was able to keep the car clean and continue. The final yellow flag would fly with less than 6 laps to go Sunday, Michael McDowell would lose a right front tire, sending his 95 Chevrolet hard into the turn four wall, ending his day just shy of the finish. Leader at the time, Chase Elliott, who looked poised to get his first win in Chicagoland, would lose the lead on the final round of pit stops, handing it to fellow Rookie of the Year contender, Ryan Blaney. Once the race got back underway, Martin Truex Jr. wouldn't give Blaney a chance to get away, stealing the lead from the rookie after one lap of racing. No one in the pack had anything to catch Martin Truex Jr. in the closing laps as he would go on to score win number three of 2016 and locking his spot into the next round of the chase. Furniture Row Racing and Martin Truex Jr. have gotten more wins in 2016 than they've had since joining the Cup Series in 2005, and Truex has doubled his career wins in 2016. Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, and Brad Keselowski would complete the top five in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 400. Here's what Martin Truex Jr. had to say following his third win of 2016, locking his spot into the next round of the chase. Well, we did uh, we did what we came here to do, so that always feels good when you accomplish your goals. And uh, we, we had a good weekend here with uh, with our Furniture Row uh, Toyota. Um, you know, worked really hard on our car throughout practice um, on race runs, and tried some new stuff this weekend. And, and really felt like uh, throughout the weekend we were we were getting the car feeling uh, 
feeling really good for race trim. So it was um, it was a good weekend for us. You know, really today was uh, today was a great day for us on the racetrack. It you know we had to overcome some adversity, obviously, and um, you know that was tough. But um, really proud of our team for uh, for everybody sticking together, everybody keeping their heads down, and uh, and never quit until it was over. And uh, you know today was obviously a big win for us, but uh, you know just excited for everybody i mean it's uh this is what we came here to do and it was it was cool to be able to put to put it out there and make it happen truex's car would fail post-race inspection no major penalties are expected as truex's car was within a few thousandths of an inch of the tolerance points as the nascar sprint cup series gears up for the new hampshire motor speedway and chase race number two martin truex jr leads brad keselowski kyle bush denny hamlin and joey logano rounds out the top five in the chase grid standings Joey Logano capitalized on the late restart to come home with second. Here's what the driver of the number 22 Ford Fusion had to say post-race. Yeah, uh, you know, overall just very proud of what this 22 team was able to do this whole weekend. Um, Brought a very fast race car, uh, one that was capable of running uh, top three for sure. Um, Just took us a while to get to that point. Um, And then any time a caution comes out late like that, that's uh, the definition of pressure when it comes for a pit crew. Uh, You're in the chase. There's a lot on the line and you're coming down at the end to try to win a race. Uh, and they executed and beat the 11 car off of pit road. So couldn't be more proud of uh, the way they handled the pressure and the way uh, the pressure made them better. And uh, that's pretty neat. That's a, a big thing to um, you know, look forward to through the next nine weeks is that we can handle it, and we showed it today. And uh, you know, can't wait to get to New Hampshire and continue this momentum. And um, you know, obviously a second-place finish gives us a, a decent cushion um, you know, for the next couple of races, but we got to keep attacking um, the way we are right now. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for chase race number two from the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I'll get you set up with everything you need to know heading into the Bad Boy Off-Road 300. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to head on over and check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you every where you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up with everything you need to know heading into chase race number two at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway with the running of the Bad Boy Off-Road 300. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.